0: ever told you life is not a fairy tale, lied. Evil stepsisters, wicked queens, big bad wolves, little boys who lie, a beast, the Prince Charming, talking animals, the trickster masquerading as a gentleman. I mean, the list of relatable characters go on. Sarcasm aside, have you seriously ever considered the storyline of a fairy tale? There is some seriously twisted stuff that happens. The kind of things that ironically have an identical parallel to real life. I mean, just downright discouraging. Just like a fairy tale, real life is sprinkled with good and evil, the heroine and the villain, obstacles and overcoming them. Regardless, most little girls like me and you grow up into women who long to experience a serendipitous moment. You know, the encounter we all dream about with the elusive one. The guy we've heard about since we could talk. Somehow, cradled in our innocence, we have the image of happily ever after ingrained in our psyche. Perhaps it's from the stories we grew up hearing, like Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty. One can't forget the tale of the Little Mermaid, where worlds collide. Translation for today's hottest trend? An interracial couple. Nor can you ignore the irony of the classic Beauty and the Beast, where love was real and not overshadowed by looks. That said, after years of these stories' repetition, we too long for Prince Charming to rescue us from our menacing life where the antagonist and the protagonist seem to be set in constant opposition. We long to be saved from a plot where evil seems to always have the upper hand. Can our current chaotic life have a happy ending? Can love conquer all and indeed prevail? If not, then why do we continue to chase it? When we recant the magical elements of any fairy tale, it amazes me how most people leave the conflict element out, trying hard to discredit what goes into the narrative of each of these would-be fancies. So are we wrong for desiring the storybook ending? I suppose not, but have you ever really taken a look at what that ending looks like? If we can ignore the dragons, talking mermaids, or other mystical creatures... Real life pretty much has all the same elements, like envious siblings, the horrid stepmother, the orphanani complex, or the humble beginnings known as poverty. The list of real-life parallels are endless. All the same, how many times have most women encountered the beast, but two passed him up because he didn't come with the desired aesthetics? I mean, even the Bible has its own fairy tale stories, like Jacob and Rachel, no, seriously, come on. What man do you know is about to work for a woman for 14 years, never knowing her in a biblical sense? Disagree with me all you want. Life is a storybook, come to life. How many brides were in the fairy tales you read as a child? I'll wait while you count. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. if memory serves me correctly, there are a whole lot of single chicks in those stories. On the contrary, if we move past the imaginary utopia, every little girl has played house, where some kid portrayed the daddy, and another played the mommy, and a tiny plastic infant served as the baby that we often swaddled just as we'd seen grown-ups do. On alternate days, we play dress-up, which was either a split between pretending to be your mother or a bride on a magical wedding day. We were either trying to walk in shoes ten times too big or putting some long garment atop our head that served as a veil and an empty toilet paper roll posed as the bride's bouquet. Yet, in many fairy tales, while there may have been a charming debonair, there is hardly any mention of the long-anticipated proposal. As we morphed into adulthood and begin to hit certain milestone ages, 25, 30, 35, 40, if no man had claimed us by then, it's as if we start to break out in hives. It's like a bad case of withdrawals and we feign to be the thing we've been subliminally told to be our whole lives. Due to this conditioning, many women can attest to the fact that we've encountered moments where we met a guy, and two weeks later, we had a whip. A fully detailed Pinterest board of things sparkly, poofy, and utterly perfect. I mean, it's the one day we dream about, where our princess fantasies become reality. Is it so bad, though, to want it? I'm sure it's not. But is it the picture of the stories we've been read as a child? Or is our love lives playing out just as they did in the books? While the knight in shining armor rescued that damsel, read me the part that says, will you marry me? Eventually, though, you grow up and have your heart broken. In some cases, more times than you care to remember. The knight comes, but he goes, and sometimes on to the next princess. Sadly, the healing isn't as easy as having a fairy godmother or rubbing a magic lamp with a personal genie. Some of us become master contractors because we specialize in building Chinese walls more guarded than Fort Knox. And like Sleeping Beauty, we snooze through the next 10 years waiting for the perfect kiss. The trauma of whatever occurred makes us relinquish the thought that there is any happy ending in the cards for us. But what is this happily ever after we crave? Many little girls trapped in mature bodies walk around feeling that there has to be something wrong with them because we have been told that a fairy tale means you get what you want. But no fairy tale says that. Don't expect Cinderella Ending When your life is designed to be a little mermaid, life tends to customize your story just for you. I was tickled when the internet broke over Will and Jada Smith's candid conversation on Jada's Red Table Talk. Everyone heard how Will pursued Jada and was hashtagging Will's words like it was the Holy Grail or the new John 316. Soon after, recording artist Sierra created her own buzz by spilling the beans on what she prayed for when it came to husband Russell Wilson. Women sat watching that interview with a notepad and a pen, writing that prayer verbatim to bombard the gates of heaven. (laughs) Insert roll-eye emoji. Give me a break. I promise you, lady, you already prayed that prayer at least 100 times. That is... He, she, it, whatever you're praying for, just wasn't for you. Or at least not yet. Plain and simple. On top of that, how many of us have passed up on a Russell, all because he wasn't a star quarterback who had just signed an $87.6 million deal. Though I sincerely think it's not Russell many women desire, but the star life. Truth is, the part of the fairy tale we love most is the rich suitor. Let me just put this out there. I believe in happily ever after, only not in the conventional sense. While fairy tales carry some stigma of not being real, they bear so much resemblance to reality, if you dare to take a closer look. Cinderella's sisters hated her. She was used, abused, and considered to be a nobody. I'm sure that sounds like someone you know, or maybe even yourself. Yet after all her disappointments, life smiled on her. She was pursued by someone whom most people thought was too good for her. How does this happen in reality? I'm glad you asked. I know beyond the shadow of a doubt you've seen a couple and thought to yourself, how in the world... Did these two people get together? No? I'll prove it. T.I. and Tiny. I rest my case. Or I'm sure you know of that couple that went to your high school that ended up together and stayed together too. Thing is, what may be a fairy tale for me won't look the same for you. More than the happily ever after, the word lived jumps out at me. To live doesn't mean there was some unattainable perfection gained. It means that you take the good with the bad. I don't know what fairy tales you've been reading, but who wasn't thrown in a dungeon was often poor. Who wasn't an orphan was harassed on the way to grandma's house. Who was not envied for their beauty was often hated by a stepmother for one reason or the other. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Our blind spot in modern times of and they lived happily ever after, is not to say that she and Prince Charming didn't argue or that they never laid in bed at night trying not to touch the other's foot. No, they lived happily ever after is the part of the story that you get to script yourself. The beautiful thing about real life, as opposed to a storybook, is you have the power to write your own ending. Being chosen by a prince, doesn't automatically make you a princess, but because your daddy is a king, does. God's love and validation are all you need to live your best life. Repeat after me, and she lived, period.